everyone. Hello. Welcome to the Social Anxieties Podcast. My name is Lydia. I'm Nadia. And that right there was the Rattlenbog song. That we sang all the time in elementary school. And just recently discovered is actually an Irish drinking game. Um, so they were really taking college prep to heart This is at our elementary school. This is what charter school is doing <laughs> to the American public. This is what's happening to our children. Anyway, I thought we'd share because we were cackling about that a little yeah. bit ago, um, which is actually like literally a couple weeks ago because, because we tried to record this like two weeks ago and it was going so well and mm-hmm. then our thing died because it sucks yep uh if you're thinking about starting a podcast do not get the zoom PodTrack p4 yeah save your money thumbs down i would give it two stars that's yeah out of out of five out of five okay that makes sense yeah, yeah. just because we do need something to record with three stars out of seven yeah yeah <laughs> there we go there we go <laughs> um yeah so anyway welcome to it folks it's been a bit um i guess today we have we are we are not necessarily freshly but we are graduated yes from the high school so we are no longer high schoolers let's go true success um so we have some just update e things yeah okay we can do a drum roll for where we are going Yes. Okay, start. we'll start with Lydia. <laughs> I only have one hand. <laughs> that was like a really bad drum roll. I actually don't think it could be worse. That's okay. Um, the the drum roll. I am going to University of Wisconsin Madison. Roll badge. Roll badge on Wisconsin. All the things. Okay, we will celebrate that. Um, and now Nadi's turn. Drum roll, please. <laughs> That sounds so bad, actually. Say the thing. Um, I'm going to the University of California, Berkeley. Yes! Girls, go to Berkeley! Huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like, that's really exciting. Thank it's exciting you. for both of us. I'm so excited for you. You're me. City girl up. City girl up. <laughs> In what, Madison, Wisconsin. You yeah. know. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are both very excited, mm-hmm. very, very oh, happy with our choices. You should say we're, we're majoring in as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so my plan is to major in political science and public policy, which is right now, it's a minor, mm. but I talked to it when I was at orientation and I talked to my person, my like like advisor. She's like, she said that they're working on making public policy into a major. Ooh, which that's exciting. could it could be a major by the time I graduate, which would be so cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's my plan as of right now. That's awesome. I'm right now. My plan is to major in molecular and cell biology with an emphasis in biochemistry. Which sounds so cool. It's just, wow. But like. Uh, there are so many things there are so many words to say about the Ber- like berkeley's um bio program because they have three different like biology related um majors that are in three different colleges which oh, is just so awesome that is really so like makes my life really easy intricate of them yeah very very nice so thorough yeah. and bureaucratic mm-hmm. at least it sounds cool though that's like a very it's True. like that's that's a lengthy major it's just tough no shade to the pre-meds but like this is the pre-med major mm. which means it's like hella people yeah just like a sea 
of pre-med mm-hmm. it's okay it's can you you can fine. change it yeah because it's aren't they there it's like they're all biology related so it's yeah. gonna be like similar yeah. but just, i know it's a hassle yeah i won't get into it, the details here mm-hmm. but it's an eye roll to say the least yeah we are eye rolling for those who can't see that yes um which is everyone except for us so anyway the, those are our our announcements mm-hmm. um do you want should we say like why we chose the school that we're going to or yeah so we were gonna kind of just give an overview on like our life update and then go to kind of some overall key takeaways from our college app experience if you guys want us to dive more into specific aspects of the college application process we would love to do that because we literally just went through it and feel like we have a shit ton to talk about. True. So um, if you want that, let us know. We would be more than happy to share. Um, but that's our plan for today. So yeah, we can we can go into a little bit of our, our thought process, a little bit of our critical thinking. True. Would you yeah. like to start us off? Um, yes. I just my notes are like really minimal because our damn app isn't like working for me um I could start with this like why I chose yeah to go where I'm going yeah um so like Berkeley when I was applying to all my schools which I applied to 13 which is like uh, that's a lot just so you know yeah like I wouldn't I can't say that I like recommend it um I'll talk more about that later but anyways, I applied to a bunch of schools. Berkeley was, like, my top school when I was applying. So it's super exciting that I got in. I I did not – I, like, got waitlisted at um, most of my other top schools. So it's, like, really – I'm very thankful that it, like, worked out that I got into Berkeley. Um, and then, yeah, I was between there and, like, um, I don't know, a few other schools. But when I toured Berkeley, I just, like, really – liked it and I felt like it was a really good fit for me so yeah and a really good STEM program like Mm -hmm. their chem program which it's like a different college and stuff but like their chem program is like second in the nation so it's like very exciting to be going somewhere like Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah it's like and obviously even if other people like don't do things just because it's like oh, that's the best school you could go to or whatever, whatever. And, like, so it's really exciting that Berkeley is an amazing school and also it fit all of these other criteria that you're looking for. Like, that's really cool and a very good thing, like, to, like, feel comfortable in your decision. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I guess for me, there are, like, a lot of different reasons. I guess the thing that I kind of say the most when people ask, like, oh, why'd you choose Madison is, um, I genuinely have never talked to anyone who said they went to Madison or know someone who went to Madison who didn't love it. Mm -hmm. Like, no one even says that they liked it. Like, everyone who had any experience in Madison, like, the city and also the school, loves it Mm -hmm. that carries so much weight with me it's true you know yeah because it's like you can go somewhere and like know that you're gonna be happy and that's so important and and i'm just like yeah i'm really excited about that Mm because a lot of the other schools i applied to and got into um they're like good schools and 
I also really liked them, like myself. Like I was like, oh, I can see myself there. But it was more of like, um, they're not necessarily known to have the best culture or they're not known to be like the most supportive of their students or like whatever. And Madison is like full-fledged, this is the college experience, but also like it's a huge school with a lot of community aspects. Yeah, like it's a community. Yeah. Um, like there's a whole identity to the school, which I think is really awesome. Yeah. People have like so much Badger pride. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm excited yeah. for some Badger pride. But I also know that like whenever I've gone, I've gone and visited a couple times and obviously everyone, like every school emphasizes, oh, we have all these different programs or clubs for different people. Um, but like it really does seem like because it's such a big environment you can like do your own thing Mm -hmm. like you're a part of the community so you can but you can like be involved as much as you want which is really cool and exciting um yeah I also like the idea that like Madison like everywhere I applied to was in a city Mm -hmm. that was purposeful yeah I think same actually because I just, I don't know. I have this whole philosophy where I, I feel like everyone sometime in their life should live in a place that is, like, opposite from where they grew up, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. So, like, we're from a small town. Um. So, like, people who grew up in a small town should live in a big city. Yeah. And, like, vice versa. Like, that kind of thing. Just to be a well-rounded person. Mm -hmm. So, that was part of it. I also just wanted to be in, like, my City Girl era, so it was fine. (laughs) Um, In multiple ways. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, I... I, That definitely brings a lot, because I feel like Madison is also a very, like... Like, the college is the entire town. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, like, very much a college town, but it's still, like, a big city. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Yeah, so those are kind of the main things, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Berkeley is similar because, like, so, okay, for those of us who don't know, because I didn't know where Berkeley was until I toured it, um, it's in, like, it's really close to San Francisco, um, which is very far from L.A., mm-hmm. which people don't always realize. Mm-hmm. San Francisco is, like, a six- or seven-hour drive from L.A., so, like, it's very much Northern California. California is just huge as shit. Yeah, this is true. Um, but, like, Berkeley, the town, is actually super small. It's right next to Oakland, which is bigger. But, um, I think that'll be nice because, I mean, it's small, but it's, like, next to all these other cities. And there's still, like, a lot of, like, food and things to do there. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, because it's small, I think it's gonna have more of, like, a college town vibe there than, like, if I was going to UCLA, which is, like, in LA. Well, I don't know. I... I won't speak against any other schools, but, like, it's still, when I visited Berkeley, it gave, like, very much college town energy, which I really loved, but still urban, and, like, there's so much stuff to do. And you have, like, access to things like that. Yeah. Like, like, where we live, there's, like, colleges in this town, and, but it's, like, still, like, a good 45 minutes Mm -hmm. to get any, get to anything that, like, resembles an urban environment. That's true. And so, so it's kind of like, I think you don't have that issue. Yeah. I think a lot of people who go to some of the schools here, they come from big cities from Mm -hmm. like the coast. So then it's like, now they're, they're switching it up and they want to like slow down and really enjoy studying. 
I'm, and we're like mm, we are ready to go a little bit faster actually yeah <laughs> yeah i would like to be able to go and do things you know like when i than, want to more than three to. restaurants would actually be dope yo that I would be so hype it. yeah <laughs> like pizza places that aren't the exact same yeah you know should we maybe go over like um how we kind of chose some of the schools we applied to what was our criteria sure yeah let's do that it seems like a good flow yeah maybe. let's do it do you want to um, start yeah so i was looking for like lydia i think big city big school because um like i think i had a good high school experience but i was just really ready to have something different and like to me a liberal arts school felt a little too similar to high school um which is like no shade but it's just like personally i wanted to have like a really different experience Mm -hmm. and then since i want to go into stem Big schools just objectively have much better research opportunities. So they have like, more money. Yeah. So I really wanted to be able to, like, have a really, like, legit kind of, like, research uh, experience. I don't know. I kind of, like, blinked out on that. Um, so, yeah. And then big city because, like we talked about earlier, we grew up in a small town. I really want to experience something different. I felt like... I should live in a city for, like, most of my life, so I'm just, like, excited to experience that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of, so, clearly, there are a lot of, like, big cities and colleges within big cities. Did you just, like, yeah. was there any reason you picked the one that you picked? Um, well, I don't know. I kind of applied all over the country. I applied to, like, UT Austin in Texas, and I applied to some schools on the East Coast, more schools in the midwest um like uw seattle stuff like that so i didn't really care too much about location when i was applying it was more like after i applied i decided like oh i think that like california might be a really good fit Mm -hmm. yeah and so that was like a little bit of a different process than what i went through as Mm -hmm. far as it like like where like how i picked where i applied to because Nadia was like, oh, I like a lot of things about all of these places, so I'm going to apply to them Mm -hmm. and then pick after I get my results back of where I got in. And I kind of, like, I went the opposite way, kind of. And there are, like, benefits to both strategies. Um, But I kind of, I, I applied to, like, only places I'd visited except for, like, one or two, and I only applied to, like, I think six or seven schools, um, which, again, for some people is a lot, but it was more of, like, I didn't know which ones I was going to get into Mm because a lot of the ones I applied to um, were pretty selective, and it was a crazy year, so I was, like, I have no idea what's going to happen, and so, yeah, I applied to schools that, like, I... I knew I would enjoy going to like I knew I would have a good time if I went there I knew I would feel like comfortable and could fit in and um so I kind of made like whittled down that list early and so that I didn't feel like I was because I was just worried I was gonna be too overwhelmed by having so like if I applied to too many places and I also knew that it would stress me out if I applied to a bunch of places And then I would be like, oh, well, what if I only get into, like, one or two of them and I don't even know if I like them? You know what I mean? 
So it was, it was like really important to me that I knew I would love to go to the places, to any of those places. So it's like, regardless of if I got in or not to whatever schools, I would still like wherever I got into. Mm-hmm. Um, which like did stay true. Like I did like Nadia, like I got waitlisted from a lot of schools that I would have really wanted to go to. Um, but because I knew like Madison was a place that I would love to go because I knew that all these other schools are places I would love to go. Um, I wasn't too worried about it. So that was nice. Um, one thing, and like, we can do a separate episode on this maybe, um, if people are interested and if we feel like it, but like one thing that I didn't really put a lot of consideration into before I applied was like the financial aspect of it. Right. That was also kind of purposeful because I I was kind of, I don't know, my thought was I'm going to apply to a bunch of different types of places. And then when I get back the financial aid package, then I'll, because I like them all, it'll be just another way to help me decide mm-hmm. because like wherever gave me the most money type of thing. Yeah. Which kind of worked and kind of did it, didn't because like, even though I, like, got good grades in high school and I had a good ACT score and whatever, whatever, I had a lot of, like, good extracurriculars, like, some places just don't give you a lot of money. Yeah, I kind of experienced that, too, like, especially because I was applying to mostly public schools out of state, like, mm-hmm. their merit aid is, like, really minimal. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of something to just keep in mind. It's also tricky, like... It can be super overwhelming when you're applying, trying to figure out where you want to go, and then on top of that, trying to figure out their financial aid stuff, because a lot lot. of schools are, like, super not clear on, like, what kind of aid they give. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, like, really overwhelming. That was kind of, I think, that the way that we went about it, even though we could recommend, like, looking into financial aid more before you apply. It's really hard, too. It's really tricky. So I would say, like... Apply to some schools that you know will be, like, inexpensive, mm-hmm. like, in-state tuition or mm-hmm. um, those kinds of things. Or doing, like, the financial aid calculators for some of the schools. And then also just, like, applying to, like, other schools just to see um, if you have the mental capacity for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. And it's really, like... I feel like everyone, like, the college, like, the whole system is just, like, out to get us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. It's, like, purposefully confusing mm-hmm. and shitty. And I feel like I'm, my family is in a comfortable position where I was going to be able to go to college. Um, A college. Yeah. You know? Which I know is not always a guarantee for some people. Right. For a lot of people. Yeah. Especially right now. And so, um it was still really difficult for us and my parents had both gone to college and had gone through the process and so I just it was really difficult for me and my family and for a lot of people and we even we had a lot of tools that some people don't have so I just think if it's it's gonna be a lot and just know that and also just like it'll all work out but it is, it is like, a lot to figure out, so don't necessarily, like, it's a lot of pressure to try to figure out all those details, where it's some of that's, like, 
is just gonna suck it's yeah, just gonna be crazy and overwhelming and it's just gonna suck mm-hmm. um but like it will work out in the end mm-hmm. it can feel super at times it can feel just super stressful and everything but i don't know anyone where it's like oh they like fucked up so bad they like couldn't go to a school that they liked or something yeah yeah like like the fact that everyone is able to figure it out mm -hmm. i think can speak to how you can do it it's okay yeah and also yeah that's kind of why i was so worried about the whole i couldn't figure out the details for the financial things i couldn't figure out details for whatever so i was just like i'm just gonna make sure that i like all the places i applied to so all of my options are going to be good regardless of how that works out so that was just one way for myself that i tried to alleviate that um but yeah i don't know i guess that's kind of how we kind of picked where we applied to and kind of what we did as far as that strategy um i guess something that goes along with kind of figuring planning your process is i would recommend that like you research when your colleges are like release their decision letters like before you even decide when you're going to apply to them because there's all those different rounds of application right of like early application like early action early decision regular decision i don't know early decision too or like things like that um and i wish i had done a little bit more planning because a lot of the schools that i applied to regular decision didn't release their um like their decision letters until like a month before we had to make the decision. Like, I was, I felt really stressed out because I had to wait so long to hear back from, like, a bunch of my schools. Right. And if I had known that, I probably would have applied to more early. Right. You know, and, like, yeah. the earlier round. So I know. Because mm-hmm. I applied early. I think I... Yeah, I applied early to Wisconsin. So I knew. And yeah. I honestly... I think that probably played, like, played a role. Um and me like really wanting to go there yeah because i was like i was able i had time to get excited about it Mm -hmm. you know where the a bunch of other schools it was like down to the wire so that's just something i'd i would research just to keep in mind it doesn't need to necessarily impact how you make your decisions of where you apply to but it's good to know ahead of time because i submitted all my applications i'm like yay all my apps are in and it's like okay now you have to wait like three or four months to find out and i was like oh that's not fun and like for me i would recommend kind of along the same vein is like knowing if your school even offers early action or early decision because i think people don't know this kind of stuff until they're applying but like many public schools do not offer early decision and a lot of them don't even offer early action Mm -hmm. so like berkeley and all the other University of California schools, they only do regular decision. And that was kind of a shock to me, like, when I was applying that there weren't more options for a lot of the schools I was applying to. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like just having that in mind, maybe making a plan on which ones you want to apply to early. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of people would recommend applying to all of your schools early. And that's something that as someone who applied to a ton of schools, I would not recommend unless um, you're not applying to a ton of schools or your schools don't require that many essays. But because I was applying to so many schools, I was really thankful to have a really, like, many 
spread out deadlines so I could just focus on a couple schools at a time because it really broke it up it didn't feel as overwhelming as like oh my Mm -hmm. god I have 13 applications due today it was like I had a November 1st deadline November November 15th December 1st and then a January 1st so it's like I had a lot of time to work on just like a couple applications and that gives you more time to like especially if you have to write essays be like thoughtful about that exactly and it's not as much of a a rush and so I think Lydia's idea of like researching which schools like when schools release stuff and then deciding from there which ones you want to apply to early is really good Mm -hmm. and then keeping some schools like yeah you know what I'm okay with hearing back later Mm -hmm. yeah and applying to them regular decision is nice I think yeah or like even I don't know there was one school that I applied to regular decision and they got back to me like end of February And, like, those would be great schools to apply regular decision to instead of ones that are going to be, like, four months out. Yeah. I would say, like, some schools are rolling admissions. Like, Mm -hmm. um, if you're thinking about applying to Madison, definitely go early action. Like, 100%. Because that's they have rolling admissions. Right? I'm almost positive. Yeah, I think so. So, and that happened for me for a couple of my schools. Um just so like people really I mean it's different for each school but what that usually means is that if you apply early action or early decision to a school and you don't get in or you get waitlisted they'll throw your application in the pile for regular decision mm-hmm. so it's like you get and then so then you have the chance to get looked at again yeah um so that helps especially if it's a challenging school yeah i agree and yeah i don't know i I had a much different, like, plan of attack when I was applying to schools. I kind of just kept throwing schools in. I was like, why don't I apply to this one? And I, like, would apply regular decision. And, mm-hmm. like, that was kind of fun to do, but it's also so stressful. Yeah. So I wouldn't really recommend that. But, like... You were very stressed. This is true. It was, like, the most stressed out I've ever been in my life. Um, But, like, you get through it. It's, like, one semester, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. it'll be okay it'll be okay i don't know nadia do you have any other things you want to talk about maybe key takeaways some of your essays stuff um yeah i think one really important thing that helped me a ton with essays is just having someone i trust read over all of them um like my mom read like every single one of my essays so a benefit of that is one they really get to know your writing if you have, like, the same person reading it, because then they can really give you, like, meaningful feedback and stuff. And then also having someone you trust give you feedback so that you're able to accept some, like, um, criticism is super important, and you'll actually, like, listen to it and change how you're writing and stuff. That really helped me. It also, like, made me feel a lot more confident while applying that, like, I've had people read over my essays. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I didn't, I had to write an essay for every single school I applied to, which I think was the same as Nadia, but I had like half as many schools as she did. So it was still like, and it was still a shit ton of essays for me. Like it was a lot of essays. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I did have someone read over every single one and I'm glad that I did because just for my own stress level, um, just knowing, just having that reassurance of like, 
I didn't just like like someone else also thinks it's good yeah and then also just like it kind of gives you a feeling of like you did the most that you could with this application it's like Mm -hmm. you know I had someone read it over I put a lot of effort into like brainstorming and then actually writing it out and then to also get an okay from someone else it's like okay I did the most I can and if the school doesn't like think I'm a great fit that's totally okay because I put my best foot forward yeah and that just gives you peace of mind especially knowing that you're gonna have to wait for so long to hear a response it's a lot of time for me an overthinker to beat yourself up for like not putting as much effort into an application as you wanted to so that just like helped me feel a lot better Mm -hmm. while waiting knowing that I did the best I could yeah you're right I think that's like a really good idea and like a good strategy it definitely helped me Mm -hmm. um yeah I guess one last thing that's kind of a key takeaway um, is unrelated, but also so important to me, at least. Like, I'm so proud of myself for doing this. Um, is I asked for my rec letters early. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what type of school you apply to, um, public, private, early, regular decision, selective, not selective, literally anything that you're going to do next year, you're going to need a rec letter from someone, most likely two teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and because every single person who's graduating is going to need a rec letter, these teachers are going to get freaking swamped mm-hmm. having to write rec letters on pawn rec letters upon rec letters. So um, I would just recommend that you email your teachers. I mean, you can ask them in person if you want to. Um, I emailed before school even started, Mm -hmm. before I even knew, like, where I was applying to, like, all the schools I was applying to. Um, I emailed two of my teachers that I really liked and that I also, like, one of my teachers I had for two years in a row, so I knew that she knew me well. same for me. Um, one of my teachers and then, like, the other one, I really enjoyed his class and I, like, participated a lot in it, so I felt like... He understood me as a learner. Same. That's how I felt. Those are how I chose mine, too. Yeah. And so I feel like if you have those couple teachers or your whoever's, like, I just sent a little email. I was like, hey, I really enjoyed your class. I really enjoyed you as a teacher. Um, This is these are the types of schools I'm planning on applying to or this is where I'm planning on applying to, if you know, and I would really appreciate it. If you would write me a rec letter, um, I understand that school is going to be busy and that you're going to have a lot of other rec letters to write. So I'm just sending you this email early so you have some time if you're interested. Um, Lots of thank yous, lots of appreciation type Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Um, Because it is like they're writing like you want your rec letter people to write a good rec letter for you. That's Mm -hmm. why you're asking them. Yep. Um, So it's... I don't know. It meant a lot. And and then, like, literally one of my teachers had mine done, like, within the week. Yeah. Like, before school even started, it was, like, good to go. And my other teacher was just, like, a couple of weeks later. It was... And, and then... Big stress relief. It there. was a big stress relief. And then when it got to, like, um, literally end of October and everyone was stressing about their, like, early application things that they need to get done, I was like, 
and they're like, I need to email my teacher. Like, I don't know if my teacher has submitted their thing yet or uploaded their whatever. Or like, I asked them, but I don't know if they remembered. Like, it was done. Right. Yeah. Like, I did not have any of those issues. And I just felt so relieved that I didn't have to deal with that. Yeah. And I was glad that you did that because it also like, it, it's like I wanted to ask them early. But because you were so proactive about it, I feel like I was also... It, like, pushed me to do that, and I'm, like, really thankful for that. Um, <laughs> what? It's true. She's laughing at me, y'all. No, I'm just God. like, oh, I didn't expect Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. That's so kind. Mm-hmm. That's so kind. I would also say don't be afraid to talk to your counselor. Mm-hmm. There was so much stressful stuff that happened for me. I, like, talked to him basically throughout the year, literally until May, because I had a bunch of stuff to figure out, and it's okay that you have, like, a ton of questions, because kind of no one knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So, talking to a counselor, another tip would be, like, talk to the counselor that you really like, even if they're not actually your counselor, Mm -hmm. the one who you really respect their, like, advice and stuff. Yeah. And, like, you know is going to be, like, if you have someone within your school system who you know is going to advocate for you Mm -hmm. and is going to, like, go out of their way to, like, help you answer your, help answer your questions, help do what I, like, figure out things for you, like, go to that person. Yeah. Go to that person. And then if they, if they're like, oh, actually, you should be talking to this person, then you go there. Exactly. But, like, you want to make sure that you're working with people who you trust, but then also for yourself that you're, like, working and asking for help to people who are actually really invested in helping you and seeing you succeed. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Just asking for help is really awesome in this time when it's so stressful. Mm -hmm. really helped me a lot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I had, um, yeah, I talked to my school counselor. Um, I had someone else also who kind of, like, worked with me and my parents, just, like, an outside person who was, like, I don't know, there's supposed to be, like, a college applications type of like counselor person but it was like outside the school that was like really helpful just because I'm the oldest and we didn't know what we were doing and so yeah just kind of in that same vein of like if there's someone that you know is like going to be able to help answer questions and also is really interested in helping you um I think that's that's a great thing to think of just when you're going in of like who is that person or people that I can, like, talk to throughout this process that maybe aren't just my parents, um, aren't just my teachers, is really handy. So, I don't know. Do you have any more takeaways? We kind of talked about your rec letters, getting them early, having someone you trust read over your essays. We talked about how we picked where we applied to. Yeah, I think this was a good overview. If you have any specific stuff you'd like us to talk about, we'd be more than happy to. Yeah. We might more dive into more specific stuff in future episodes as well. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested in anything that you want us to go over or dedicate a short little episode to. Or if you have any questions, just like anything really. Just like anything really. Basically. So, okay. <laughs> do we want to do any music recs? Oh, Do you yeah, have yeah. any music to rec? Um, I'm really into... Right now, I've been into, like, really slow kind of R&B stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, I really like this artist, Brad Stank. He, Ooh. and specifically Flirting in Space, is so good. I mean, it, you have to be in the mood for some slow music, but, like, mm-hmm. it's a really nice bass and, like, really, I don't know. 
it's yeah. super relaxing for me it's just good vibes that sounds like should i vibes. wait i'll play yeah play a little bit All of his music is kind of like this. I just... That's so nice. Yeah, there there are also words. Let me... um, <laughs> Just for the record, like, there there are words in mm-hmm. it, the songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for the... Thanks for Lydia's well, it sounds like, like hella instrumental, so, you know. Yeah. Okay, Lydia, go. Okay. Um, I... So, music, I've been kind of listening to whatever. I'm... I like doing, like, the radios on Spotify, like the Kendrick Lamar radio or, like, the mm, J. Cole yeah. radio, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, so just kind of in general, that's what I've been into. But something a little bit out of the blue, um, I've been on a couple, like, road trips or I've just, like, been in the car for longer drives for a while. And kind of in the summery vibes vein, I've been listening to Miranda Lambert's new country album. Awesome. And I'm not normally a country music girl. Mm-hmm. There are not a lot of people who are country music girls. But but it's Miranda Lambert, and she's, like, really cool. And out of, like, all the country artists that I could listen to, I feel, like, proud to listen to her music. Yeah. You know? And her new album is very good. Same with Casey Musgraves. Um, just, if you're looking for some summer vibes, just to, like, have on and mm-hmm. just, like, chill with in the summer, that... That is that is my rec. Yeah. That Recently, is my rec. I have become more country neutral. I was a country hater. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But now, I would say I'm a pop music hater. I will shit on that. Like, okay. the top 50, they all sound the same. Yeah. So well, now like it's the... like I would much rather listen to, like, country music than pop. Yeah. I agree with that. I... I feel like I don't like the top 50 when it's like, because it's so much of it's like TikTok music and stuff. True. I don't like that shit. Yeah. I I will listen to pop if it's like the right occasion, but also I'm not going to put it on. Yeah. But it like, if it's like, like I'll listen to Dua Lipa. True. She's like a pop music artist that and I like, respect. I guess Doja Cat would be considered pop. Mm-hmm. So like that kind of stuff. But yeah, but top if it sounds, 50 is... If it's like the top 50 where it was like so clearly like a formulaic song and I'm you a top can't even hater. dance to it. I'm a top 50 hater. Literally want to throw up. So yeah. So that's a no wreck. That's an <laughs> anti-wreck. Yeah. That's an anti-wreck. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Let us know if you have questions. Hit us up on our social medias, mm-hmm. which we need to be active on. Oops. But- um... But we'll still get your notification. Yeah. We, we'll still know even if we don't actually post there. Um, we'll get yeah. there. Okay. Okay. Have you... Ha- hags. <laughs> no way. Hags. No, but for real. Everyone be... Oh, this is... This is... Okay, last thing. This is what I've started saying to people. Um, like, when I'm saying goodbye to them and stuff. It's... um, What is the order? Um, be safe, be smart, have fun. <laughs> it's like my order. Yeah. It, it's giving like, like teacher on a Friday afternoon, True. like seventh hour, like, okay, The day everyone. before prom. Every, okay, be smart, be safe, have fun, like that kind of thing. But do those things in that yeah. order. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Bye. Bye.